0: Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the Delta Green tabletop role-playing game rules by Arc Dream Publishing. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. Listeners should know that this podcast will include mature themes and scenes, all content, including names, places, events, companies, Military organizations and etc., which may bear resemblance to entities living, dead, or redacted, is completely coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your handler. Thank you for joining us again. Another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I am your handler this evening, Handler Michael Diamond, and we are back with OCEL in our many, many operations in and around New York City. So at the top of the shows we like to do, we like to thank you, the listener, and especially you, the Patreon supporter. If you'd like to check out what we have to offer, you can on patreon.com slash the old ways podcast. We are all over your YouTube, and we should be getting regular weekly updates of all the fun things that we're doing, plus added fun in the future. So we're going to get right to it then, and at the top of the show, I'm going to ask are cast to go through rejections, so please, agents, to my right.
1: Hey, it's Miranda, and I play doctor of chemistry, Aaron Weber, and uh, get out there and support your public libraries.
0: Damn right. And your teachers and all your public service workers, because they deserve your support. And uh, the support of the person to your right. Hello, everyone. I'm
2: Nate, and I play Elliot Winters, DSS agent for the U.S. Department of State on an early morning road trip. And I am handler resisting as best as I can that carry tunnel that would take me to Manhattan and take me uptown towards the site of that McAllister building.
0: Mm, it's there. It is there. To Agent Winters, right?
2: Hi, this is Allie, and I
3: play Special Agent Joanne Hart. And I've got some people to talk to and some kids to find, hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Last but most certainly not least. Hi, my name is Tegan, and
4: I am playing Brett Hawking of now four years in the NCIS. After four years in the Navy, 26 years old overall. Looking good. Feeling good.
0: A little bit, maybe day-old pastries, a couple of uh, sort of the real dark coffee that only a motel can provide. We're going to raise the curtain tonight with Special Agent Elliot Winters, who early this morning, after getting off the phone with his New York City cop friend, has decided to do a little stakeout of some of the locations in mind. Yes. So why don't you walk me through where you're going to stop first? Absolutely. So we
2: had that map and I took a look and it's sort of a convenient little triangle between the Cohen abduction the elder's abduction, and the third child that was abducted, last name Strouch. And I've learned that personally I need to get sort of physically present within an investigation in some way, shape, or form. Can't even imagine sort of a working remotely in any way. You know, you have to be there and see it, and uh, it's New York City, smell it in order to get your head around it. So I'm taking what I think of as a investigatory drive by each of these sites. And so I'm not looking to stop and investigate the scene and do anything and going to each of the sites in turn, drive through the neighborhood, through some of the streets, stop in front of the house, take a good gander at it, take some notes, move on to the next, move on to the next. Looking for anything that seems similar, looking to are these similar socioeconomic situations for these families and do the neighborhoods look in any way similar, the demographics, all of that kind of thing, or does anything look off or weird about them, but I'm trying to just gather up a bunch of ambient information so I could start noodling on it. It's something that works out pretty well for agent
0: winners. So because you don't have the case notes just yet if your partner or your contact in the NYPD is going to get them to you by about 10, does Elliot hold off to be able to have the case notes while he drives and does his reviews? No.
2: And he knows, I mean, this is standard procedure. He's going to get those case notes faxed. They're probably going to be sloppy copies. And he's going to get them faxed probably to his office fax. So he's going to need to swing by um, and, and pick them up most likely.
0: Okay, fair enough. So we'll sort of go through this closest to furthest then the Cohen abduction that location looks like it's got a fenced in backyard that's a a fairly nice uh, overall as far as the overall location that is a residence it's a house not an apartment so there's a key distinction there especially when you're talking about uh, the overall economic situation they do seem to have some sort of a yard as well Swing over to Elders. Yeah, the house doesn't seem to be, or the, the apartment in, the, in this question, doesn't seem to be very uh, descript. This looks like uh, sort of every average you know, type of apartment building. The last one, Strouch, that is a apartment. It looks like it's got about six, seven floors to it that's the building. This is the kid that's about seven months old. All that driving around probably burns a couple of hours. By then, your sloppy copies are probably ready.
2: At that last one, Mm -hmm. I'll find a place to park, I'll get out of the car, and I'll do a little bit of a wander around and just get the sense of the
0: place, catch the air. You do notice that there's an awfully large park nearby. It's not a park, that's a cemetery. It's an enormous cemetery. Actually, it runs all the way from Fifth to. You know, make my way
2: back towards the Strouch apartment. Is it a dormant situation? Is it a
0: locked door? Just looking at what the neighborhood offers here, these are just walk ups. There's not. Here's the stuff that you would probably set your teeth on edge a little bit. A lot of these buildings remind you of the McAllister, at least in their overall makeup, how big they are, their position, that sort of thing.
2: There's not a labeled buzzer thing at the front door of this one.
0: No, definitely not.
2: I think my eyes will linger right at the panel where it would be if there was. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to get back in the car. Head over to the office, pick up the files. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, say anything to your secretary when you go in? Louise is going to be my secretary. I'll say that she's been my secretary
0: for the last year and a half. If that's okay? Certainly. So I guess I would just ask then given the fact that it's been more than a year and a half what happened to the McAllister, what happened to the, the, the secretary who was helping you before?
2: She, I helped her get a promotion up and away. That was a mutually beneficial arrangement as I had begun to maybe rely on her a little bit too much for, I guess, I don't know if it's moral support for support in my belief that there was more to be found around that McAllister building situation. And she had seen that, and she'd seen how it was career limiting for her to be attached to someone who might be heading to get sectioned or some other more serious work. And so we had had some conversations, and I had helped her get a promotion to uh, upstairs. And so I would say we're still somewhat friendly, but she's not a contact. She's not someone I can call and say, hey, can you figure something out? But we see each other in, in the halls. Definitely stop oh you look great it's good to see you how are things we've got that kind of relationship
0: okay fair enough you stop in Louise is already cooking through the morning workload Uh, she's very efficient she's prompt she notices you step in the office and she has a small I guess um, buffet of items that need your attention
2: good morning Hey, Louise. so oh, already, All right. All right. What do we got for this one? Just signatures?
0: Yeah, just some signatures here. They are asking if you're going to be available for court next Wednesday. There's a, um, well, they want you to, she flips open a couple of pages. This here, they're looking for you to uh, add a little bit of, um, information into the Robertson case. Yeah, I don't have any trips. I should be, that should be fine. That should be fine.
2: I got a new thing, but it's local. It's in New York City, so I can work around that next Wednesday. Sure, sure, sure. I assume my calendar's free for that, but yeah.
0: Count me in on that.
2: Luis, you have kids? I'm sorry, you, I should know this, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, I have two boys. One's at um, NYC, and then the other one isn't... Uh, still in middle school. Ah, uh, okay, okay.
2: Have you heard anything about these uh, these babies that went missing in Red Hook? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, pretty terrifying stuff. It is, it is. That's weird. I, that did not come across my desk, enter into my radar at all. But uh, I'm looking into that now. I'm looking into some information around that and maybe uh, seeing if there's a connection. Keep your ears pe- peeled anything if anything comes up and over uh, the briefing or anything about that if anyone else in the in the building might take on that case uh, let me know I'm just I'm looking into it as a little inner department uh, favor I'll, did I get any faxes
0: yeah speaking of we almost went through a toner cartridge <sighs> apologize apologize yeah it's a, it's about this thing It's about this thing. She hands you a reasonably thick manila envelope. There's probably 25 to 30 pages in it. Ooh, all right. We did burn some paper.
2: Hopefully it doesn't blow my budget for the month.
0: (laughs) I think we'll be okay.
2: (laughs) In the last couple years, Elliot's become more superstitious. And has become more... I don't want to say the secret, but he has decided that some of the strangeness that he experienced with his compatriots had something to do with just the general ambient weirdness that is always around and just not noticed. And so part of his new thing and the way he interacts with folks and the way he does investigations is this, it's not constant, but this wander, this openness, this let me just take stuff in. Let me send out this information. Let me let me tell Louise a few little tidbits because it, this stuff is always going on in the background, and and he's been reprimanded at least four times for it because it is terrible, terrible behavior for anyone working on any sort of confidential, secret, or sensitive casework. But he has, uh, in his mind, he's decided this is uh, this is important.
0: Okay. She, uh, hands you that and then she hands you like a brown paper bag. Oh, thank you. And I open it
2: up. I pretend I know what it is and open it up. It's lunch.
0: <sighs> Louise, you are the best. You have skipped, I don't know how many lunches in the past month. You have to eat something. Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that.
2: I've been waiting for, it's either going to be a call. Might be a registered letter if something comes in from the lawyer, uh, my lawyer. Let me give me a call right away. I'm still trying. We're still trying to finalize some of this paperwork uh, around that too. But I really appreciate this le- this This better not be egg salad, though. You didn't you didn't you didn't, you didn't say an egg salad, right?
0: It's not egg salad. No. Nope. All right. Bless your heart. Thank you. I made ham and turkey on rye. This, we call that ambrosia
2: where I come from.
0: You head out from your office, papers, and lunch provided by Louise, and get back in your car.
2: I'm going to head straight back off to our rendezvous with uh, this information to share it out and lay it out with everyone And
0: back at the place. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So, with that said, I suppose, Agent Hart, you're still going to be going location to location possibly at this time. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to tell me which location you're going to stop at first? Are you doing more cursory examinations or are you actually going to knock on doors and talk to people?
3: Oh, no, I'm going to knock on doors starting with the parents of like the children that went missing and I'm going to go to whoever went missing first.
0: Okay, so the first one on the list is Strouch.
3: So then I'm going to the Strouch residence.
0: Okay, you go to the Strouch residence. It's in Windsor Terrace, just not really terribly far from a real big graveyard, (laughs) which you weren't sort of expecting, but that is only a little off-putting, I guess. There's a playground nearby, Since you were riding with Elliot, are you taking mass transit there?
3: I'll probably be taking taxis.
0: Okay, fair enough. You um, head up to the door. You have to get into the sort of interior of the door before you find the mailboxes. And finding the mailboxes, you find the Strouch family, which is on the third floor.
3: Okay. Does it give the apartment also? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Three B.
3: Okay, so I will go up to three B and I will knock on the door.
0: It's a little difficult stepping into this building, going upstairs. It's a, a building that's very much akin to the McAllister, not as grandiose on the outside. All of the additional fittings and all of the sort of castle like appearance that the McAllister had is is not present here. But the stairs creak very similarly. And the emptiness of the building at this time of day is an uncomfortable blanket around your shoulders as you walk upstairs.
3: And I'm up on the third floor.
0: You are. And there are stairs that do continue to go up.
3: That will probably give me some pause for a couple beats you know, five or 10 seconds and I will knock on the door.
0: After a couple of moments, a white female answers the door. She has, we'll say a, a pixie style haircut now, which is pretty fashionable at this time in the mid to later nineties. Your music you've heard before, it's a lady singing, there's a acoustic guitar or maybe a piano accompaniment in the background.
3: Uh Mrs. Strouch? Miss Strouch?
0: She looks immediately defensive. Like visually, she sort of furrows her brow and looks at you. Can I help you?
3: Yeah, and I'll pull out my badge. I'm special agent Joanne Hart, and I wanted to talk to you about talk to you about your child.
0: You see a look that gives you pause. It's another moment where a, a victim is reliving something. The few seconds that tick by are a lifetime of trauma and her arm drops from the door handle that she had it on in sort of this protective state. She says,
3: come in, come in. And I'll uh, close the door. Would you like to sit?
0: Not, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make any difference
3: okay I'm sure you went over all of this with the local police already
0: yeah a couple of times and then you know the reporters knocking on my door at all hours of the night trying to get the next scoop for the poster trying to figure out if I had murdered my baby or all sorts of stuff right
3: yeah. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Did you know that there were have been other children that have gone missing?
0: She rolls her eyes hard enough to snap her own neck. Yes. I know that there are other children missing. People go missing all the time. That's what the police say. If they would just if they would just do their job. This this wouldn't be hard to figure out.
3: Well, I have a small team, and we've been brought in to do a more thorough investigation. It's the main reason I'm here. I want to help as much as I can.
0: Do you have the police reports, or do I have to go over this over and over again for you?
3: You won't need to go over and over again. I just want your story about the day that it happened.
0: I was folding clothing here. She sort of points over towards a section of the living room. I could see the bed. Kat was sleeping in her carrier. On the bed there, she points, you can see the open bedroom door. And it was a little after six, and the door slammed shut. And I startled. I ran to the door and before I could get my before I could reach the door I heard it lock and so I I broke the goddamn door down and I found I found the carrier on the ground turned over and bones on the bed what kind of sick twisted person leaves bones what kind of person takes a baby it doesn't make any sense
3: I know. My sister went missing when I was young. No idea where she went. They never found her.
0: She starts grimacing like she's going to cry real ugly-like.
3: I only have one more question, and then I will leave. Was there any noise or smells that occurred before the door closed that you can remember?
0: I I remember the bang of the door when it shut. I remember hearing the, the, the lock turn and then all I heard, I couldn't get the door open and so I lost my mind.
3: Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry that I had to ask about it, but I want to make sure that I can do everything I can.
0: She wipes away some tears. This, this place is so empty. There's nothing here now.
3: I'm going to do everything I can. She nods. And I see myself
0: out. Yeah, she doesn't move from her position where she was standing sort of halfway in between the living room and the bedroom. You see yourself out. Yeah,
3: I'm not going to worry about leaving my card or anything because I can tell she's already been through this enough. And chances are she's not going to want to talk to anybody else. She didn't want to talk to me when I got there. So leaving my card probably isn't going to do any
0: good anyway. Okay. So we will move camera here and get back to the wonderful lodge there over in Red Hook. And uh, we'll get a chance to see Elliot arrive with some actionable intelligence. Dr. Weber, your time at the library this morning is probably just about up. So if you would like to rejoin the scene with the rest of your fellow agents who are available, you can.
1: Absolutely. I'll go around to rooms and knocks. We don't have a communal room as one may have in some sort of European hotel. So I would go around and, and knock and just... You, if if we need to talk, you guys can just come to my room, I guess.
2: I will do that. Oh, Dr. Weber, we got um, some of these, these police reports. Just pulled them off my fax. And drove him in. So, let's uh let's go to your communal room and uh, see what we got.
1: Yeah, I guess we all got up and did our own things today. That's you know I mean efficient efficiency. So yeah, what do you uh, what do you got, winners?
2: i knock on Brett's door and Miss Hart's door as we're walking down the hall towards Doctor Weber's room, which is conveniently in this little mental palace. At the end of all of these, so that we can just make that one sweep.
4: Yo, what's up?
1: Hey, we're all meeting in my room so that we can discuss what. I'm assuming you went out and found some stuff this morning too.
4: Uh, No, actually, I uh, I use my connection. I have a laptop.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're just we're gonna go to my room to talk. So you can bring your laptop or notes or um, whatever.
4: Yeah, I slam close my like solid inch thick laptop and I just like wrap the cable and the giant power block like around the laptop screen and everything and then I just like haul it over there.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, you got one of the new fancy ones.
4: Yeah, yeah, you got an outlet and I just like unplug
0: a lamp.
1: You uh, use that one. Yep.
2: When I knocked on Miss Hart's room. Was there an answer? No answer. Miss Hart's out. Um let's prop your door open. Doc and What? Well, if we prop your door open, then when Miss Hart shows back up in the place, then she'll know that we're in there. Is that alright with you? Well
1: yeah, but i mean anyone walking past can hear us then, but I guess that's not a problem.
2: I mean we got this whole floor.
1: So, uh, winners, what do you got? What did you get up to today?
2: Well, looky here. I pass out. I got three, probably three reports. So, I'll pass out.
0: Three reports, three people. Okay, so, where would you like to start?
1: Alphabetically.
0: Alphabetically works for me. We will start with Sandra Cohen, then. So, white female, age two. Report says here that uh, Sandra Cohen was playing in a small fenced-in backyard in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Her mother, Elizabeth Cohen, white female, age 25, supervised from a kitchen window while washing dishes. It states here at or around 2.29 p.m., Elizabeth Cohen called the police claiming her daughter had gone missing from the yard and she did not know how. The subject was frantic on the phone. Report here indicates Elizabeth became distraught and violent at some point that evening. She was held, but not charged, for striking a police officer. The note that you have here from sort of the side portion of the report here, tell it's a a bit of an add-on note, is that uh, Cohen does have a very good left. Police did a search of the yard, uncovered a sunken standpipe in the high grass near the back of the yard, Fresh metal scrapes indicated that its cover, which the police estimated around 75 pounds, had been removed and then slid back into place. Search of the sewer access there revealed nothing except nine small sewer leads, about 22 inches each one, which the police couldn't access. Uh, A body was never located. The child's father, Emil Cohen, white male, age 27, a wanted felon, is considered a suspect.
4: What was his name again?
0: His name is Emil E-M-I-L Cohen. Continuing in alphabetical order, that would be Franklin Elders. This is the report that you have in hand, Dr. Weber. Uh, black male, age 11 months. Child was with his father. Devon Elders, black male, age 29 at the Atlantic Avenue Street Market in the Bowrum Hill neighborhood at 4.39 PM when he vanished. The father in front of witnesses was sitting and eating pizza, allowing the child to walk back and forth to a nearby food tent, which the police say was unoccupied at the time. The child went behind the tent laughing and was never seen again. Looks here like in the detail report they seem to question the father pretty heavily. Dozens of witnesses came forward in his defense. They literally have a list of 25 people who are willing to corroborate that, you know, the father, Devon, was where he was supposed to be. You know, they, they have a lot of eyes on the, on the, any potential of using him as a a suspect. Two cameras also corroborate the scene of the story. You get pictures of this as well. Uh, Neither camera captured what happened to the child. there was an extensive search, a public outreach campaign, which is why most of you have in the area would have heard of Franklin Elders. It's probably the case that you key in on most often, agent winners, because it's what really sparked your memory because it was wild that this kid, you know, just went disappearing at a market. Multiple news stories on May 10th, Remains, of the child's clothing were found at the mouth of a drainage pipe near the Brooklyn Heights piers, about a kilometer away. The clothing had rips and tears consistent with uh, animal bites and scratches, though no blood was present. The current theory, vis-a-vis the paperwork says that the child likely fell down a sewer drain or a basin opening and may have drowned. Since no body was recovered, the case is still in active investigation. And Catherine Strouch, white female, age seven months. The child was reportedly sleeping in a child carrier on a bed in a third floor, one bedroom apartment in the Windsor Terrace neighborhood of Brooklyn. The mother, her mother, Emily Strouch, white female, age 22, was folding clothing in the living room within sight of the bed, says Emily. Uh, Outside the window, raccoon footprints were found in excrement on the fire escape. At or around 6.08 p.m., the bedroom door slammed shut. Before Emily could reach it, the mother heard the lock turn. She's very insistent. The notes say that she was insistent about hearing the, the door lock turn. The mother broke the door down and found the empty carrier overturned on the floor. In the bed, she found three old split bones uh, with the marrow scraped out. Now, there are pictures of these, although no, obviously, no physical evidence, so they're just, they're just evidence pictures. Uh, later identified as human remains. The bones are too old to have come from the kidnapped child, though. The suspect is the estranged mother-in-law, Janice Strauss, white female, age 61, who has a history of psychiatric problems and saw the baby only once. The child's father, Emily Strauss's husband, is serving active duty overseas. Janice Strauss is under indefinite voluntary commitment to the Manhattan Psychiatric Center. Mother and father are not considered suspects. The case is still an active investigation. There are your case files. And by the time you have all read through them and taken your notes, Agent Hart has returned.
3: So I didn't go to the other two residences. Because basically I want to get just the story from all of the parents. I'm not looking for like great intense detail. I just want to hear from them what happened, just like I did with Emily Strouch.
0: Okay, then how about we do this? Let me give you a summary of sort of what you would have gotten from each one of them, if that would help. Yes. Devon Elders, Franklin Elders' father, is very open and very willing to talk to you about basically anything you want to know about the case. He shows you the camera footage. He shows you the campaign posters. He shows you, you know, the local news report. He's as forthcoming as possible with all the information he has. It's August now, and Franklin went missing, you know, back in in April, April 5th. And so he's still trying to hold out hope.
3: I also wouldn't have looked at any of the, like, stuff that he was showing me. It would have been literally just, tell me your story and you know try to reassure him that you know me and my fellow people are going to do everything that we can in order to in order to find them
0: yeah uh, unfortunately for you he'll verbally bulldoze you into into showing you things because he's trying to prove that he's right that his son is still out there he's insistent he knows he's not dead because they haven't found a body in respect to Cohen she's emotionally flat. She's a dead zone. Her daughter has been missing since May 4th and she comes off as very cold. She gives you some very exact facts like she was supervising Sandy from the window and she turned away to get something out of the fridge and her daughter was gone. You know, she's talked about ripping up the entire backyard and taking out the pipes and searching herself, but she doesn't get as animated as Emily did. And it's a trauma response, given your proximity to missing person cases. A lot of people react in a lot of different ways, and you also know that you're coming on scene here three months after it happened.
3: Yeah. Okay, then I will go back to the hotel after I visited everybody.
0: I will make a magical goulash out of all four of you.
2: So just so I'm clear, what were the dates of the disappearance of each of these three kids?
0: Certainly in alphabetical order. <laughs> Sandra Cohen went missing on May 4th. Franklin Elders went missing on April 5th. And Catherine Strouch went missing on March 6th. Brett, you see these dates? March,
2: April, May, six, five. five I mean... That's some classic serial killer behavior. You do, do you do serial killers in NCIS? I'm not sure. Is that your purview?
4: Not normally, but I I see what you're laying down. Hey, uh, is this reminding you of anything?
2: Man, you're gonna have to give me a little bit more. it reminding me of, uh, of a heck of a lot of different things. You're gonna have to throw me a little bit more of a bone.
4: I'll spin my laptop around and... I want to chuff the history of the mansion. I said, look at this. People involved with the building disappearing. Embarrassment, people having their names removed. This building going through a whole life cycle of just being owned by everyone and everything. Going through being a residence, going through being a, an institution new construction or refurbishment back into housing why is it the four of us and a wacky building all all over again
1: well we handled the last wacky building so well that they thought oh these four can take out another one obviously my thought is may march april may what happened in june and july like, are there other kids that we just don't know about? Maybe other kids that don't didn't come from families of the level that these families are stuff that maybe got swept under the rug or stuff that they think is a family kidnapping or something.
2: That's great. I mean, there's a, there's about 500 kids that go missing every single year in New York city. They ain't usually news stories. It could just be, that's a good point. We can, we can figure that out too. We can, I can, I can, I can, maybe even Brett there with his uh, computer and his AOL dial-up or whatever it is that he's using. We could do some record searches, see if there's other kids gone missing. Beginning of the month, June, July.
1: There's a lot of weird stuff about this house too. Like in the tw- in the 20s, the Suydam guy married. Uh, he was super old, married Cornelia Gerritsen... I guess it was her place. He his body goes; they go missing on the honeymoon, and her body shows up drained of blood. Just weird, weird stuff. And apparently, there's tunnels under the mansion that go out to the East River.
2: And tunnels into the river.
1: Yeah, like canals and stuff.
2: I mean, we got we got a sewer over here. We got clothes over here with the, at a at a drain pipe. We got tunnels going into the river off this mansion. I am not happy about being typecast as a supernatural architecture department, but I mean, it is what it is, I guess.
3: Where in the hell is Miss Hart? I'll be walking down the hall uh, not too long after that. And you'll probably hear my door open.
1: I'll I'll, I'll go get her. She probably doesn't know that we're... I'll, I'll go knock on her door. Hey, uh, oh, you're back just we're down in my room talking about the uh, case and, and stuff if you wanted to join us
3: uh, yeah I'll be there in just a few minutes
2: do you get a sense of who owns his Garrison mansion now Brett
4: today it's being developed Mike the last thing on my nose is is being redeveloped as condominiums or something like that
0: that is correct do I got the
4: name of the place
0: yep absolutely so the Garrison Mansion is now a condo project. Uh, this is actually a very popular method in the current day and age to take these old mansions and do complete gut and retro conversions to make them into condos. Because people love the federal style outside. They love the look of, you know, all of those columns and whatnot. but. Owning a house that big, at least in this era, isn't isn't financially viable for most people, even people who live in New York. But yeah, for, for your part, Agent Hawking, you have the current redevelopment is being done by a company called Zenoff Construction.
4: I'm just Yeah, I just don't want and and Brett can feel a headache coming on. Okay. Some Old building getting renovated with a history. Have you been over to the mansion yet? I have not. Has anybody? Has anybody? And I'm looking at Weber and Hart. Has anybody been over by the building yet? Even a drive by?
1: uh No, I think yesterday that we were just doing like recon research. So I didn't, I haven't gone over today. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, after the last place, I don't wanna go there by myself first. So it might be best for us to do a little walk by, drive by maybe together or in
4: groups. Yeah, I look in Elliot's eyes around the rim of your irises there and make sure that we have eye contact. And I say, no one's going there by themselves then i tilt my head You I mean you you get what i'm saying right
2: if it's like the mcallister it's it's dangerous to go alone but it's dangerous to go together also it's just a dangerous place
0: so before we um get too far afield yet i'm gonna give all of all my agents here a intelligence times five roll so take your int multiply it by five Give me a roll and let me know what you get.
1: Eight
3: under 85.
0: 28
2: under 50.
3: 47 under 90.
4: 30 under 50.
0: So I'm going to, I'm going to line this up for Dr. Weber first. There is something that as you're going through the paperwork and you guys are talking about going over to the building and you sort of begin to ruminate on all the facts that you've taken in especially the dates right and this will come to the rest of you relatively shortly like put two and two together but given Dart weber's role for that matter she's going to co- correlate the, the facts first each disappearance took place on or near the night of the new moon like just looking back through one of those sort of like paper realtor candle uh, calendars that you have you know with the little, the little full moon face and then the new moon face it starts lining up and you're like, well, that's weird. That's a commonality there.
1: It's weird, but I mean, we were talking about serial killers and patterns and so really any, any sort of pattern, it starts to become apparent I mean with the, the sewers. And you guys got this too, right? This weird moon thing. So winters, then if you, I mean, if we end up looking into those other.
2: Well, moon thing, what you talking about, I don't understand what you're saying.
1: Oh, the dates, the the disappearances—they're all on the new moon.
2: Is that like, you, is that like a werewolf thing you're saying?
1: I think that'd be full moon, because I thought that initially too. But then I realized those are different moons. If anything, it's vampires, because that Cornelia was drained of her blood. But neither here nor there.
2: Weber, that werewolf—that was a joke. Where you went to vampire? You jumped to vampires from.
1: But what I'm, no, but what
2: I'm, okay, but that's
1: not what I'm, that's not what I'm I'm getting at. What I'm trying to say is if we, if you look for more kids that went missing, that maybe we just don't have their names yet, that would be the days we should look on in the other months, probably.
4: The new moon w- would be the darkest night if you, um, I mean, in a city, I guess it doesn't really matter with all the street lamps and everything.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 not exact, right? But it's pretty close within a couple of days or so of the new moon, it really starts tracking. It's a through line,
1: and we don't know what kind of weird shit that it is doing with the moon. It could be I don't know some weirdos kidnapping kids, thing some weird cult thing. I, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying we're talking about patterns. We're talking about one each month. Uh, we got the pattern with the sewers and the canals and the underground stuff and and now we got this moon thing
2: that's good That's good does your little uh camera uh calendar there do the days that they went missing is that maybe a day or two before when the new moon was or was it the day of or what's it say Uh, i've done a lot of research on on cultists and uh if you do if 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 you if you are looking at a at a sacrifice thing that i'd expect them to take their sacrifice a day before and then they have the sacrifice available for the new moon if 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 it's that kind of a cult thing is calendar that detailed or is it just sort of a rough moon calendar
1: is it before during or after is is it you said you you kind of made it sound like it was a day give or take
0: yeah it's it's actually a couple days give or take but it's like every one of them lines up right before
1: right before oh okay
0: every one of them is before not after
1: okay no, it's it's right bef- before, like you're saying.
0: Son of a bitch!
2: When's the next new moon? How long do we have before this happens
0: again? That is a great question. You're going to flip forward in your calendar a little bit.
1: Yes, to the current month, which I probably have dog year.
0: The current the current month is is August.
1: It's August, yeah.
0: The next new moon is September first. But there is also something that rings around September 1st. It's a little gold circle. And you have to flip all the way to the back to find the legend. And that little gold circle shows that September 1st, 1997 is the day of a solar eclipse.
1: Well, the the next one's September 1st, but the, one second. It's oh, that's probably not a good sign. It's there's supposed to be an eclipse that day, too.
2: I look at Brett. I said, what were you saying about New Moon being the darkest night? If that has anything at all to do with it, this is a it's another one of them situations. Yeah.
4: It's a good thing we're here, I think.
0: So, by the calendar, today is August 23rd.
4: Okay, so we have, what, eight days?
0: We have nine days total. Probably well confessed there by Dr. Weber that a little creepy that the solar eclipse happens in nine days.
3: So all of the cases are also tied to, you know, like the sewers or underground water systems, right? Maybe we should go to, you know, the local, like, town hall and see if we can't get a map of the sewers and if there's something weird going on about this mansion that, you know, we were told, let's see if everything goes to there, maybe?
2: Well, did we make a connection in the Strouch abduction in the sewers? And We sort of jumped with Cohen and the elders, but did the Strouch have a direct sewer connection that we saw? What's a terrace apartment? Is that a first floor? Is that what that means? It's a third floor. Third floor?
0: Yeah, so to to go back to the case notes that you received from your friend in the NYPD, of all of them, Cohen is pretty direct. Strouch, on the other hand, is a little murky. That's this lady who, you know, unfortunately lost her child out of a window.
3: Did the... So I guess the question is, at that point, did the police investigate? Like, because a lot of apartments in New York are pretty close so there's
2: a lot of alleyways joanne what we could do because we we probably need to get to this garrison, but why don't we swing by now that we're looking for it why don't we swing by the strouch house and check out the window as you said you actually visited the place so check out the window see if they're just confirm the fact that what we both i think are thinking is there's probably a manhole cover leading to the sewer right below that or close by
3: yeah, very, I would imagine that it's very close by. The question is, is that, you know, we are probably looking at something not natural, regardless of it being the eclipse, because at one of the places, the entrance to the sewer, was, like it was covered by something
2: 75 pounds. And then if I'm reading this report, that sewer went into 22, like two foot wide holes. Yeah. Which child, I guess, fits.
3: Yeah. But what else is going to be able to carry them along that that would be that similar size?
2: And move a 75 pound grade at the end. Yeah. That's, that's creepy. So I'm seeing a, a few, I'm seeing three, three, th- three actions we could, we, we could, we could follow. Up. We could, we could double check this Strouch thing, go visit this Garrettson house of horror, look up abduction records to see if, the other months that we don't have here? If we can track and and find some unsolved children that went missing, anyone else seeing anything else?
3: I don't think so. And honestly, since you and I are on a similar mindset, Winters, do you wanna come with me over to the area of the Strouch? Would love to. Do we know you, Dr. Weber, by your name? I'm
1: assuming that we've all gotten fairly friendly at this point and have been calling each other by our regular names as I'm uh, I know winters has called me by my name I think Brett has called me by my name so
3: so Weber and Brett do you guys want to go and look at any of the uh, look at records and see if there's any other missing children that weren't reported or were Taken for granted.
4: Yeah, I'm down for that.
3: Yeah, is
1: that uh, is that something you can have access to? Like a missing? Is there like a database for that, Brett? Or
4: definitely, yeah, I can pull that up uh, and I start clickety clacking away.
1: We'll uh, we we can stay we can stay and uh, take a look at this and draw some connections as needed.
0: Okay. So the the group splits a little bit. More intel is gathered. Um, as far as adoptions go in the next couple of hours, Agent Hawking, you probably come up with 10 or 15 potential possibilities just in the in a three or four kilometer radius. Again, I'll reiterate that about 500 people go missing in New York City every year. Um, and you get this needle haystack feeling in your gut and it doesn't feel very good. For Hart and Winters, You stop by the Strouch place. You just do a drive by, real simple one. But it doesn't take long to find that out that back window, down here into this area, there's a sewer grate not but 50 yards from the house. Certainly accessible. And if the same thing, person, creature, whatever, pushed a 75-pound sewer grate in the other place, they certainly could have done it here.
3: Is this place a little more secluded?
0: No. Okay. No, it's New York City. There's people all over the place. That's sort of its bag. So I think what I want to do, though, is I want to leave you all with that sort of unresolved, distasteful feeling in your mouth because this episode is going to come to a close. So we're going to see in the next episode what sort of construction company would want to rehab a building like this. And um, perhaps we go take a walk through another old building with Ocel. I can't wait. Thank you and good night.